Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. I love a mystery. A Carlton E. Morse audio novel featuring Jack, Doc, and Reggie, specialists in crime and adventure. Now following the northwest trail of a missing millionaire, a killer cougar, and the Phantom Castle. This is Fred Foy introducing Jim Harmon's presentation of Les Tremaine and Tony Clay in an original Carlton Morse thriller, The Fear That Creeps Like a Cat. Five o'clock in the morning at the landing dock of the tiny hamlet of Port Forest, somewhere up the coast from Seattle near the Canadian border. In their search for Alexander Archer, the million-dollar corpse, the three comrades, Jack, Doc, and Reggie, have only now arrived at Port Forest. They were brought here in a tiny motor launch operated by Frenchie and his daughter Maria. Last night... The trio were kidnapped by gangsters trying to prevent them from finding Archer and were carried out into Puget Sound in a small boat. The boat was struck in the dark by a freighter and Jack, Doc, and Reggie thrown into the water. They were forced to shed all their clothes to keep afloat. That's how Frenchie and Maria found them and rescued them without a stitch between the three of them. Frenchie gave them each a blanket, and now here they are, docked at Port Forest at the break of dawn, shivering in their blankets. Billy, where's Frenchie and that good-looking daughter here? Down that little hole they call the cabin. Well, doggone it, if there's any cabin, we should have it. We're the ones without clothes. Three of us couldn't possibly get in it. Well, two of us could. Look at the hair on my legs. Frozen stiff. Break them off like icicles. Well, anyway, it's getting light enough so we can see where they are. So that's Port Forest. Where's Port Forest? Well, at least there's a few buildings scattered about up there. Don't look very appetizing to me. Well, don't forget, we're a long way from civilization. Port Forest is the last outpost on the edge of the wilderness. Hey there, Maria. Up on deck with you. Those fellas, she's pretty hungry, I bet you. Huh. What's he yelling about? He said he bet we were hungry. Of course we're hungry. Well, when you look what's coming. Hey, food. Oh, you bet you my life, food. Maria, she one good cook. I think you need something very hot to warm you up, eh? Oh, you never said a truer word, Maria. Then we all gather around. Plenty tea, plenty hot bread, plenty meat. Boy, howdy. Excuse my scanty panties, but I'm hungry. Oui, I'm quite used to you three in these blankets. Papa... Don't eat so fast. Yeah, Maria, she very snooty young lady. She go to convent. 
Ah, Reggie, did you ever taste anything so good in your life? A bit all right at that. You bet your Sunday britches it's all right. You talk about the... the britches? You're darn tootin' we are. I swear to my grandma, I never did know before how much comfort a pair of pants was to a fella. We... Well, we have finished eating. Papa and I will go to the store and buy you some more. You mean there's a store up yonder? Oh, one fine store. She got everything in the world. Uh, that store, everything. This is Port Forest, isn't it? Sure thing. Sure don't look like much. What's up there? Big sawmill behind Low Hill. Big general store. Three liquor stores. For the lumberjacks when they come into town on Saturday night. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Plenty liquor, plenty girls, plenty fun on Saturday night, you betcha my life. Papa, we do not stay here Saturday night. Oh, by God. What do you mean we do not stay here Saturday night? No, we pull out from shore on these boats Saturday night. Ah, that is woman for you. I send you to convent, and now you say I have no fun on Saturday night. <laughs> you know, this is a beautiful little cove, protected from the ocean. Oh, plenty deep water, too. Big lumber schooner. She come right up to dock here. I say, then Port Forest is simply a mill town. That it is. All the men are at the mill or in the woods now. Are there any other towns in this vicinity? Not for maybe hundred miles in any direction. Hey, this place is a hundred miles from any town? And that is not all. By boat. It is only one way to get in here. I say, we are isolated. A hundred miles from the nearest town and can only get in here by boat. You wasn't kidding, Jack, when you said we was on the fringe of the wilderness. Papa, we go now, eh? Yeah, Maria. There's still tea in the pot? No, we leave that for these three. Here, there's plenty more. No, we go buy you britches. Come, Papa. Uh, What you do with a girl like that? Uh, She thinks she's my boss, maybe, eh? Well, wait a minute. You want some money. Huh? Oh, you got the money? Yes, I managed to save our grub stake. How much will it take? For three outfits? Uh, $50. Papa. Well, uh, for three outfits, $50. Monsieur, you give me $25, I will bring you back three outfits. Hey, that's a lot of difference. Yeah, you see? That's what I get for sending these girls to convent. <laughs> Here you are, Maria. We, oui. We will not be long. Come on now, Papa. Yeah, someday i show you who's boss here, I think. I'll be smelly name if that old boy wasn't going to charge us double. Oh, we'll be all right as long as we have Maria to keep him in line. Doggone. Ain't life wonderful. Full stomach and pretty girl, eh, Doc? Bet you lie. There ain't nothing else a fella could want. I'm beginning to get the lay of the land. If Alexander Archer is in this part of the world, and Port Forest is a hundred miles from the nearest civilization... Then he's got to come here for his supplies. Hey, then all we got to do is stick around Port Forest until he comes in to buy something. No, it isn't going to be that easy. Why not? Well, first, he probably buys supplies for six months at a time. And then he probably doesn't come in Port Forest himself. You think he don't? Not if he's really in hiding. Even in this out-of-the-way place, someone might spot him. At least he'd rouse curiosity and people would talk. Then we're just going to have to track him down. Yeah, looks like it. I've got one hunch. It may not turn out if I can get well enough acquainted with the storekeeper up there to get him to let me look at his books for the past six months. (laughs) Quite. Find all the people who have bought large amounts of groceries during the past year. Might lead to something. Hey, fella, what about the gang that's been trying to stop us? You think we throw them off a trail? Well, that's too much to hope for. What you mean, too much? Shucks. Me, I hope we ain't. 
You hope we haven't lost them? Of course I do. The little set-to we had with them in Seattle and Puget Sound last night wasn't even a good beginning. Oh, feeling your oats, huh? Well, all I got to say is, get me a pair of britches I can put on and then let the fireworks start. Jack, I say, someone's coming down the dock. Probably one of the natives. Huh? Where? Hey, well, anyway, it's a female native. <laughs> look at Doc's ears prick up. Hope she's worth a looking at. Hope she comes down here where we can get a good look at her. You're just full of hope, aren't you? Oh, got on clothes that we look like this part of the country. Yep, she's a-coming this way. Hey, Jack, why don't you look? Isn't one girl crazy monkey in this crowd enough? How do you go about meeting a new girl dressed in a blanket? She's dressed in a blanket? No, but I am. Worse luck. Hey, 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 Jack, I can see your face. No. Yes, I can. You know who she is? No. Do you? You're doggone right I do. She's Linda Joyce. What's that? As sure as I'm a-standing here barefooted, it's that little old female we met back in that Seattle hotel. Well, there we are. What you mean, there we are? You asked if we were still being trailed by Cooper and his gang. It looks like they got here ahead of us. Man, oh man, ain't we got fun. If she didn't know it was us before, she recognizes us now. Yeah. Howdy, honey. Well, boys, welcome to Port Forest. Uh, yes, a great place, isn't it? Wonderful country. But aren't you boys a trifle informal? What you mean, informal? Ain't this Indian country? So I've heard. Well, ain't you never heard when in Italy do like the Italians do? I see. So you've taken to your blanket. That's right. What you leaning up down that rail for? Why don't you come down and be more sociable? Why not? Oh, wait a minute first, though. You promise not to try and take me prisoner again? Of course not. Will we, Jack? No, no, we're not in the mood. All right. Here I come. Look out you don't slip. That that plank's full of splinters. <laughs> there. Sit down. Have a cup of tea. No, thanks. Too bad you boys left the hotel in Seattle in such a hurry. I was hoping to see more of you. No kidding. Really? Won't seeing more of us up here at Fort Forest be just as well? Just as well. I suppose our old friend Richard Cooper is up here soon. Oh, sure he's here. Looky, Linda, that old grandpa ain't really your father, is he? Of course not. We did a beautiful father and daughter act, though, didn't we? Yeah, almost had me in tears. Cooper had plenty of gall, though. Coming into our room the second time and trying to tell us that Jeanette Archer was another of his daughters. Well, you'll have to give him credit for trying. Well, she's safe from your gang, anyway. The police will take care of her. Is that so? I think so. But I say, Miss Joyce, who is Jeanette Archer? What relation is she to Alexander Archer? You don't know? No, the insurance company said nothing to us about any relative by that name. You want to make a deal? Let's hear what it is first. I'll tell you who Jeanette Archer is if you tell me what became of the three men who took you out into the sound in that other launch last night. You mean... You're admitting that you were in on that deal to try to murder us? All's fair in love and war. That wasn't war. That was murder. Apparently only attempted murder. At least the three of you seem to be in fairly good condition this morning. What you mean, good condition? We ain't got a stitch of clothes to our name. <laughs> then you admit that Cooper and you and the rest of your gang will go to any limits to get rid of us? We're getting away from the subject. What became of the three men who took you out? They're dead. You murdered them? Don't make me laugh. You won't laugh very long if you killed those men. All right. We've told you what happened to them. 
Who is Jeanette Archer? She was a plant. Cooper had her put on that feigning act to get you in the room and listen to your conversation while you thought she was unconscious. I say, she was one of the gang? Certainly. Oh, there! Riches for Monsieur. Hey, here comes Frenchie and Maria. What's your hurry, Linda? I've stayed too long now. Papa and I buy out the store. Oh, who is this woman? Hello, Frenchie. What do you do on this boat, little cat? You want me to scratch your eyes out? You get off this boat! Hold everything. I'm going. Get off, get off! I am so mad, I kill you! Hey, Maria, hold it, honey. That woman is a bad woman. I will not have her on my boat. <laughs> She's a little spitfire, boys. You're welcome to her. The bad name. The witch. The she-thing. Hey, what's the matter with her, Frenchie? What's she got to be so wild about? She say all women in Port Forest is bad women. She do not like bad women very much. I can tell you that. <laughs> it is not funny. She come back. I kill her dead. She bad. You bet she's bad, Maria. Frenchie? Watch out for her, and for anybody you see with her. What I do is... Because she's part of the gang worth fighting. She's one of those who tried to have us killed last night. By God! She do that? And Doc, Reggie, she lied about Jeanette Archer. I say, you know that? Certainly. I'm enough of a doctor to know that that girl wasn't shamming. She was really unconscious. Well, boy, howdy. We really have got a mess of fighting to do, ain't we? Adventures of Jack, Doc, and Reggie have come to you in I Love a Mystery. Created and written by Carlton E. Morse. Scripts copyrighted by Morsel Co. Incorporated. Produced and directed by story editor Jim Harmon. Featuring Les Tremaine as Jack Packard and Tony Clay as Doc Long. Consultants Frank Brzee and David Lloyd. Your announcer, Fred Foy. This presentation has come from Hollywood. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.